Welcome to The Well Podcast. We pray that this message ministers to you and blesses you as you listen. Well, as I was in worship, the Lord was speaking some things. And the first thing he said to me was that the world has taught us a lie. <laughs> and uh, and in that, you know, the world teaches us that we can do things on our own. Whatever we set our mind to do, we walk by what we see, by what we feel, by what we hear. And God says, that's not my way. He does things a whole different way. Just like that last song says, my life, it's not my own. He created each and every one of us. And it's for his purpose. And the world teaches us it's for our purpose, our own way. And it's not his way. He's got a huge plan in place, and he needs each and every one of us to take up our place in this earth and be who he has created us to be so that his plan can come into fruition. You know, people talk about God can come down and do whatever he wants. But you know what? Why did he have to send his son to this earth? Because he set things in order a long time ago. And he said he's going to work through man and woman. So he had to send his son to set things straight. He had to send his son to break the curse off of the earth. Because the enemy came and stole what was given to, to us. So I want to share a little bit about my own life's experience and walking through faith because I believe that's what he wants to talk to us about this morning is our faith walk. Because everything that we get from God, we have to see it in the spirit realm. We have to believe it to receive it, don't we? Even salvation, we have to believe in someone we don't see, right? I've never seen Jesus with my physical eyes. Some probably have, but I'm not one of them. So I have to believe by faith what this word says. And it's, it's by faith that we have our walk. That's how he created it. When he called Abraham, which was Abram, At that time, he called him out of his home and says, go to a land that you know not of. And I will make a great name for you. And he had no children. And here it is. He had to walk by faith, didn't he? On what was spoken. And that's the same thing with this word. We have to read this word and find out who God says we are. It's right here. And when we do that, we can take our place here and be the hands and the feet of God that he's created us to be. 
First, I want to I wanna read Hebrews 11, 1. And if we could stand for the reading of the word, please. It says, now faith is the substance or the realization of things hoped for, the evidence or the confidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. It says, by faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had his, this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Father, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord. Use my mouth as your mouthpiece today. I just surrender myself to you wholly to bring forth what you desire for us to hear this day, Father. Let this word penetrate our hearts and give us revelation of who we are in you, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Now, I love that. You can be seated. He says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So I think faith is pretty important, don't you? And he also says that faith works through love. And who's love? God is love, isn't he? That's a combination there. And he says that this isn't a religion. This is a relationship, right? So as I get to know love, my faith will grow. And not only that, he says, have the faith of God. He says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and it shall be done. Now, mustard seed is pretty tiny. I'm sure everybody here has probably seen a mustard seed. So that's not a whole lot of faith. So I don't believe that you have to have a whole lot of faith. I believe it's more of the trust in God. When we trust him, he'll give us that mountain moving faith. There's times that you'll step into in life where you're like, man, there ain't no way I can do this. Well, of course not. Because he says, where I'm weak, me. When I'm weak, he will be strong in me. But do we believe that? Do we step into those circumstances knowing that God's going to do that work through me? He's the one that's got to do it. If I try to do things of my own ability, I'm going to mess it up. 
And he, this is part of the lesson he taught me. And this has been kind of a long journey. Because faith sometimes can be a long journey. But it doesn't have to be, I don't believe. And I believe this is some of the life lessons that we can learn through our brothers and sisters in Christ. That if you have this understanding and this revelation, you don't have to walk through the same things that I do or, or you do. You can bring that revelation to us and we get it and then we can just walk in it. So for the last, I don't know, seven or eight years, I've kind of been unhappy with my job. Things have changed a lot. I, I worked at the landfill. It's a nasty, dirty job. And a lot of the things that I did, I always had help. And then some things changed. And they made me start doing things by myself, like working on the compactors, which is the machine that runs over the garbage. So it's the nastiest machine there. And I'm servicing it and working on it all by myself. And here I am, I'm getting very angry, all right, to the point where I call my dad, and I'm like, Dad, I'm done with this place. I can't handle this no more. My dad always brought wisdom to me. <laughs> that was one of the things I could count on. If I called my dad, he was going to bring me godly wisdom. He wasn't going to speak from his flesh. And so he did that. He said, son, relax, settle down. He says, God's doing something. He says he's doing something in me, <laughs> right? Life's journey isn't so that we can walk through hard times. Life's journey is because he's doing a work through us. So I'm like, all right, what do I got to do here? First thing I did is I put my headphones in and I put my focus on God. Did my work and now it's him and I working. I'm no longer by myself anymore. It's me and God doing this work. So I'm getting all kinds of good messages, listening to the word, worshiping God. And this is going on for quite a while. And I'm like, Lord, I'd really like to find something else to do. And so I'm still working, <laughs> still working, still praying. Just keeping the joy of the Lord. And it was, I don't know, it's, it's been uh, seven years, I believe. Seven, eight years. And I started looking. You know, if, if I don't look, I'll never find anything, right? So I started putting some feelers out. I put some applications out and got a few bites. Um, got one in South Haven wasn't too thrilled about that and then my wife sent me one over at Bering County <laughs> so I put in an app over there and they liked what they saw so I went through the process but in the process I'm like man you know I've worked at the landfill for 24 and a half years this is like my family I've spent more time with them than I have with my own family because I work 50 to 55 hours a week. So it's, I'm torn what to do. I want to leave this job, right, because I spend a lot of time there. And um, 
I'm getting a little older where I don't like working out in the cold like I used to. <laughs> so I'm like looking to God for an easier job, but another family, you know. <laughs> and and this is when I and I told God, I said, Lord, I don't want to leave the landfill until I know you have things in place, because I'm always encouraging my brothers and sisters there. I have people come up to me that I haven't even witnessed to, and they'll say, hey, can you pray for my wife? She's sick. And I'm like, how'd you know, man? He goes, I, I, I can see it, you know. People that I haven't even had the opportunity to witness to, which aren't very few, aren't very many, but we get a lot of people coming and going. It's like we had it, and this is no praise to me. This is praise to Jesus. So hear this when I say it. This young lady started working there, and she heard I was leaving. And she's like, man, she goes, I don't want you to leave. <laughs> she goes, you're like the nicest guy here. And I'm like thinking to myself, Lord, I barely talked to this woman. I don't even know her, you know. And the Lord said, it's because she sees me and you. So I was like, thank you, Lord. So instead of kind of blowing that off, the next time I saw her, she said the same thing. So her and her husband happened to be in the break room. So I got to share my testimony a little bit to her and how that, you know, I'm this way because of Jesus. He's the one who's made me this way. So... And, of course, I had to invite them here. <laughs> if they don't have a home church, I said, come on out, you know. Um, but in that, I, I just didn't want to leave until God released me. And I feel like God finally did that and um, started my new job last week. So praise God. But in that, <laughs> I got attacked by the enemy. You know, um, felt like bronchitis to me, coughing, hacking. Of course, you can't get in to see the doctor anymore. They're so booked up. And I'm on my way to the doctor Wednesday. I didn't go to work my last week of work at the landfill. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Wednesday, I'm on my way to the clinic. I'm like, man, I got to do something. I got to, you know, be healthy for my first day at Berrien County. And the Lord says, stop and see Wiener. He's a. Guy who works at Red Arrow Automotive, he's a man of faith, loves to pray. He's kind of taken me under his wing for some years. Seen a lot of manifestations of God through this man of God. So I stopped and I told him what was going on. So he prayed for me. And then I came back home. And the Lord says, now are you going to walk by faith or what you feel? I'm like, oh, so I'm going to work Thursday. And I went by faith. And things just have progressively gotten better. My, my voice is not exactly there. But I'm not coughing and hacking at night no more. I'm sleeping. God has blessed me in that. And I say that because I listen to the Spirit of God. I had to activate my faith. I had to do what he told me to do. You know, in the job search, I had to look for the job. I had to apply myself to go after it, right? And he blessed me with a new home. And the first two mechanics I met there, they're both Christians. <laughs> yeah. And, and the one, uh, their pastor just passed away. 
So I'm trying to encourage him in the Lord in all this. And, there, and I believe he placed me there for a purpose. You know, now I don't have to listen to rock music anymore. The guy down here, he's got his, his Bluetooth going of Christian music. I'm like, I'm at home, Lord. <laughs> I'm loving this. So it, I just say that because it took a while, right? But see, he was still doing a work in me. And that's the bottom line with everything God does in our life. He's doing a work in us. Just like she brought last week, that refining fire. And he does that because he desires that closer relationship with us. And it's by faith that these things manifest. And because I can envision myself going someplace else finally. I could never envision myself leaving because I'd been there so long. Does that sound familiar? Do you find yourself doing things and in places and you've been there so long you can't see yourself getting out? God says, I've got the way. I've got the plan. Step out in faith. Envision with your mind's eye, your spiritual eye. Envision what God has for you. What is that desire of your heart? Envision it and watch it come into fruition. Because that's what he says. He said he'll give you the desires of your heart. And he gave me the desire of my heart. I got a new job. I've got a new family. And I loved my first week. And I'm going to love it from here out. I know it. Because he placed me there for a reason. I have a whole group of people to touch Christ for. As a matter of fact, one of them, he comes. The third day there, he's like, you still got that smile on your face? We're going to do something about that. I said, brother... They couldn't do it at the landfill. You sure ain't going to do it here. <laughs> because when God does something, it's permanent. The joy of the Lord is my strength. See, if I walk by my sight, I'm going to lose sight or focus on what God desires of me. And my family. I, uh, I love how it reads in the Amplified Classic. It says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. And you notice that it says, now, faith. It's now. It's not later. It's now. He says, we've already got the title deed of the things we're hoping for. Being the proof of things we do not see. And the conviction of their reality. It's faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So there's things that we haven't touched yet that are ours, right? Things we haven't seen yet that are ours. 
But how do we step out in faith to grab a hold of those things? I got a little revelation this week, and I, I thought it was pretty amazing because I've always kind of understood seed, right? You get an apple seed, plant an apple seed, you're going to get an apple tree. That God created it that way. Everything will reproduce after its own kind, after its own seed. Well, think about it. I have seed in me. And I've got children because of that seed, right? Everything reproduces my seed. What are our words? They are seeds. What are we sowing? You know, and I love this message, death and life are in the power of the tongue. If I agree with hell, then I'm going to reproduce hell. If I agree with heaven, then I'll get heaven. It all depends on what I speak. So I want to plant seeds of righteousness into my life and into my family's life. Just because I see things not going the way I want them to, don't mean I'm going to speak them. I want to speak what God says about the situation. That's faith. And now I'm putting seed to that faith when I speak it into existence. If you're not happy, don't don't say, oh, man, I'm so unhappy and I'm just, man, I wish this and this and this. Speak what you want. Speak the change. You know, as we're, our house has been kind of under the weather for a couple of weeks. Every time my wife would cough, she's like, that's cursed in Jesus' name. You know, speak it. <laughs> and I love that. My, I've seen my wife's faith grow so much. It's been amazing. See, God is a loving God, and he desires us to walk in the fullness of who we are. He said healing's in the atonement. That's just like salvation. You know, when you read Isaiah 53, he said his body was bruised for us. The stripes on his back was for our healing. It's past tense. It's already done. Now I got to speak the truth of what he's already bought and paid for, for me to receive what's mine. When Jesus came, he says, I've taken the curse of death, hell, and the grave. So what Adam and Eve walked in, we were supposed to walk in. He said to keep the earth. And if there's any creeping thing in it, we're supposed to get rid of it. We can walk over those creeping things. But it's. By faith, what we believe. Do we believe that God is our Savior? Yeah, I believe He's my Savior. Do you believe He's your healer? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why sometimes we have to walk things out. <laughs> We've all had to walk through things. My wife walked through a, a back pain 
an issue for about 17 years. And then one night he just decides to take it. Bam, just like that. I don't know why it took so long, but I thank God it did it, you know. We had to stand in faith. We had to keep walking in faith. I mean, we went the doctor route, and then we got tired of all that and said, you know what, Lord, we're just trusting you in this. We're done with all the doctors. We're done with all this. Drugs, everything. She made up her mind that she was going to walk this out, whatever it took. <laughs> and the day that God healed her, we were on our way to this meeting. And she says, I don't know if I can take this anymore because of the pain. She goes, I don't want to go back on drugs. She says, but I, I need help. <laughs> And I said, you know, babe, when we've done all we can do, all we can do is stand. I said, but I'm not the one standing. She is. But I can encourage her. And that night, she was called out. She got her miracle. And that's what faith is. It's standing on the truth of this word. This truth will never fail. It'll never pass away. It's his word. And the words you speak will never pass away either. So we have to be careful what we speak. We're accountable for every word spoken. And I want to speak words of faith. I want to speak words of encouragement. And I want to see those things come into fruition. And not only in my family's life and in my life, but in everyone's life. Everyone around me. Because he says that's what we can have. As, and again he says. Now faith is the assurance. Or the confirmation. The title deed. Of things we hope for. What are you hoping for today? Being the proof of things we do not see. And the conviction of their reality. Do you believe they're a reality today? Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. And that's what I say about this world teaching us the lie. Because it's not God's way, is it? God's way is different than the world's way. Walking by faith, they, the world thinks we're crazy. I mean, I've, I've heard of testimonies of People walking around with big old gross on their necks. And they're like, I'm healed. That ain't there. That ain't there. People are laughing at them. And then a year later, it just falls off. It's gone. God honored her faith. Why it took so long, I don't know. But she never wavered, this person. And that's the way we have to be. We have to stand strong in the truth of the word. It says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Are we in the word of God? Do we know what this word says? Do we know what is ours? He says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And if we don't know what's ours in this word, we're not going to walk it out, are we? My Bible says that I can have 
everything that he died for. I'm still trying to figure out the sweat of the brow thing. Right? That's part of the curse. <laughs> That's what he told us. He says, yep, now you're under the curse and you're going to, by the sweat of your brow, you're going to work. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not under that curse no more. All right? So there's another way. So I've been talking to the Lord about that. And I'm, it's not because I'm lazy or anything. Lord knows I'm not lazy. I work. And I work hard. Because he says work is unto him. So I don't work for my employer. I work for him. And if I'm working for him, I got to be my best. Right? And that's what I want to show all the time. I'm going to be a man of my word because that's who God says I am. I love the, the faith of Enoch. We don't know much about Enoch other than he pleased God. He pleased him so much that God said, I want you to come with me. And that was Old Testament. Now we have a God that he sent his son for us and died so that he can live in us. So that his spirit can live and dwell in us. To lead and guide us into all truth. And if we didn't believe that, we couldn't do it, right? So there's that faith thing again. We have to walk by faith. It's by faith these things will come to pass. It's by faith Brittany walks in her gifting and calling. She sees some things that she probably doesn't want to tell everybody because people aren't too likely to believe that stuff. But I eat that stuff up because I believe it. I believe what she sees. And I believe he shows her for a reason. And we need each other to fulfill the calling on our lives. He says we're the hands and feet. So we're, if we're going to see the manifestation of our community. That's, it's already been spoken. So all we have to do is continue in faith in that. And we're going to see freedom come. Why is the devil working so hard right now? To take over this country. Because God's got a plan. And what happens, well, you look at the Old Testament. Whenever people, the Israelites got away from God, what did he do? He sent somebody to oppress them, didn't he? They were taken over. Their country was taken. Why? Because they needed a wake-up call. <laughs> They were oppressed, so they'd call out to God. I believe that's where we're at right now. We're, we see the enemy attacking our country in a big way. And Christians are crying out to God in a way they never have before. It's bringing us together. Why? 
because God has a plan for this country. And his plans will come into fruition. Yet he needs us to be who he created us to be. So I want to encourage you today to to get closer to God. You know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He speaks in so many different ways. Always be open. Always be aware that he's everywhere. Speaking through children sometimes. Through numbers. He speaks in so many different ways. But if we're not paying attention, we may miss it. And we don't want to miss what he's saying. I had a dream the other night, and I I believe it's pertinent for today. I've been a motocrosser growing up. I love motocross. Raced. My kids raced. That was kind of part of our life for a while. I had a motocross track in the backyard that I was privileged to use landfill equipment to build. (laughs) so I had a pretty nice track and then as the kids grew so did the track you know because when you're this high riding a little bitty bike you know small jumps well the jumps got real big big enough to jump this whole sanctuary (laughs) but uh, I no longer have and I, I dosed it down but but in this dream I had, I, I dreamed that I built a new track, and it was a big track. And there was all kinds of guys on this track. And I'm like, wow, I got to go talk to these guys, you know. So I went, and I introduced myself to the guys. And then I woke up. I'm like, Lord, what's that all about? Well, the other night we had a meeting, and as I was sharing it, it was like he gave me revelation. Because motocrossers, it, it, it's a it's a individual race it's my bike no one else is getting on my bike it's set up for me my riding style so that I can accomplish the you know run the race and we line up on a line we're all lined up together and we take off and then there's a finish line however many laps you go so you're running your own race You're running it by yourself, running as hard and as fast as you can to get to that finish line. But when you're at the practice track, everybody's together. We're all giving each other pointers on how to go faster. We're riding together. We're pushing each other, trying to get each other to go faster. Why? Because when we enter the race, we can't do that. It's an individual race. You see what I'm saying? We're in a race. It's our individual race. It's our walk with God. It's an individual walk. But see, we come together and we're practicing right here. We're coming together. We're lifting each other up. We're teaching one another. We're helping one another. Why? So that we can run our individual race better. Because You all can't stand before Christ with me, and I can't stand before him with you. When I stand before him, I'm going to be all by myself, and he's going to say, I've heard this before, but 
did you learn to love? <laughs> and that's what he ultimately wants. In life, you know, they want you to get mad, like just like my job. If I would have been, if I'd have done it the world's way, I'd have got mad. They're treating me terrible. I shouldn't have to be treated this way. I get paid good. To, that's not right. It doesn't matter if it's right. He says be righteous no matter what. The world's going to treat you bad. But how are you going to respond to that bad treatment? And that's what God had to deal with my heart about. Before he allowed me to move on to this new season in my life. Those are the life lessons that you're going to learn along the way. The things we go through are to do what? To help us remove things that God doesn't want in our life. To teach us to react the way he would react. So it doesn't matter how we're treated. We're supposed to react like Christ. We want to thank you for listening in today. At The Well, we believe in cultivating a culture for more of God. Wherever you are in your relationship and walk with God, we believe that there is always more for those who diligently seek after Him. If you would like to find out more, please check out our website at thewellmichigan.com and connect with us on social media.